This podcast may contain explicit language and themes, so listener discretion is advised. Ill-advised, misinformed, our half-baked opinions will be performed. Are you ready? Is the mic on? Welcome to the Hill to Die On. You're listening to A Hill to Die On, a podcast hosted by two stubborn as shit Aussies who give hot takes on a different topic, go away to dig deeper, and then reconvene to share whether or not their hot take hill was worth dying on. We're your hosts, Cat Whisperers, Josie Spicer and Cara Brooks. This week, we're asking the question, did Hitler die in the bunker? But before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to three new patrons. First up, we have Chris, who's become a franiel. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Oh, franiel. You are now a franiel. Next up, we have Ellen, who has also become a franiel. Thanks, Ellen. Thanks, Ellen. Oh, franiel. You are now a franiel. And finally, we have a new Fanny Candida to welcome to the fold. It sounds so wrong to say the fold. <laughs> Fuck. It's disgusting. You are welcome. <laughs> so, welcome to the Fanny Candida fold, Sabra. Thanks, Thanks Sabra. Sabra. Welcome, welcome, Sabra, to the Fanny Candidas. You are now Fanny Candida. I'm so sorry. There's a lot of opinions, I think, on this one. What's your take on this, Josie? Uh, look, I, I'm going to say yes. I honestly didn't know that this was a point of contention, <laughs> except for one very specific documentary I've seen. So I think this is more of your wheelhouse. So what is what is your hill, Car? I have no clue. My hill, I'm up in the air. Like, I think he likely did... And my basis for that is because he's a fucking coward. But at the same time, a lot of cowards are heavily into self-preservation and seeing the fact that they never did full tests from what I can understand on the remains that were found. And there was a lot of sort of controversy about if they truly belonged to him or not. I don't know, man. Like, I, I think yes, I think he probably did. And I, I think he was just backed into a corner and took a coward's exit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting looking at the evidence as to why people are so adamant that he may not have. I think it'll be really fun and a nice way to kind of, like a nice easy topic for like the end of the year. For sure. And it's one of those things where like part of me thinks that like, yeah, he could have, he's just so recognizable, especially in Europe at that time. Mm -hmm. And I know that he still would have had a lot of supporters. So that's the only way that he really would have been able to get out is finding those, you know, like a lot of Nazis did and a lot of prominent Nazis went to Argentina and managed to find routes to escape through having allies. But yeah, it's just hard to imagine someone as recognizable as Hitler getting by, like even if he shaved his fucking moustache, you know, like even if he did escape, what kind of fucking life would you have in exile and in... What's the benefit? I think that he was so narcissistic and so power hungry that I can't imagine him just being okay with not being seen forever. Mm -hmm. He would have tried to make another grasp for power or another... Do a Napoleon. Yeah, there would have been some kind of thing. And I think that the downfall in the way that it happened makes a lot of sense because it's it's fucked and it's what he... Des I mean, it's not even what he deserved. He deserved far worse. But um, yeah, it, it speaks to his character, I think. That like, yeah, you fucking would do that, you piece of shit. You know, like bring everyone else down with you and then commit suicide. Like, mm -hmm. And like, we're not saying everyone who commits suicide is a coward. We're just oh, saying that this not. dude, because he couldn't ever possibly face consequence yeah that's it 
Like he would have gone to the Nuremberg trials and he would have been uh. so heavily, he would have been given the death sentence anyway, but he was in control. Like he was such a control freak that it's like, I am now in control of my destiny. And if that means killing myself, at least I'm the one that chose to do this versus letting someone else, you know, and letting someone else say that what I did was wrong. Would he have seen what happened to Mussolini? Do we, I'm I not don't sure think so. That... I think that was when he was in the bunker or after he committed suicide. I'm not a hundred percent. Right, I'm not yeah. Totally sure on the timelines of that. Because I was gonna say, like, <laughs> suicide is a far better option. Yeah. yeah. Despite not being one for the death penalty, I do make exceptions for Mussolini and Hitler. Yeah, I think it's as well just like having to answer for what you fucking done. Like, yeah, he doesn't need to answer to anyone. Yeah, and that it's infuriating. Part of me wishes that he did survive the bunker only to die really horrifically after. <laughs> but at the yeah, same time, right. it's like, no, like if he, if he got out, he would have got out, out of the country, out of the continent. I think basically kind of what you said, if he did escape, there is like no way he would have died in obscurity. Mm. Yeah. So my only kind of conspiracy I've heard was a national parks documentary that ended up being, well, actually Hitler was carted to Canada and lived for the rest of his life. And here's <laughs> a picture of an earlobe to prove it. Oh man. That That's all. That's all I know. And it didn't convince me, I have to say. Yeah. So yeah, my take for now is yes, he died in the bunker, but Please. I, I, well, actually, I don't care if I'm convinced otherwise. I don't have any stake in this. I think my issue with being proven wrong is the thought that he, it's, it's hard to say because it's like, I don't think it would be a good life living in exile. Yeah. There's still just not any sort of satisfaction in anything that would happen to yeah. him because nothing would suffice. Like, you know, I, I don't know how many people know this about my family, but on my mother's side is the Jewish side of my family that were murdered in concentration camps. And so... Like, they're from Germany, and so it's really awful to think of what they went through and just, like, you know, and my great-grandmother having to grow up without her... Well, I mean, she was already an adult, I think, when the war started, but she had to go through the rest of her life without her parents. Her brother was in a concentration camp. They both lived into their 90s and only died, like, maybe, shit, just over 10 years ago. But, yeah, like, my uncle had the tattoo and, like, his name was Adolf and he had to change it. Oh, my God, Um, that's... Awful. Yeah, and her, and her name was Eva. So it was really like brother and sister named Eva and Adolf. And that's yeah. awful. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. So, I mean, he changed it when he moved to Australia. But yeah, like how much of what Hitler did affected so many lives and not just directly, so much of indirectly, like totally changed the fucking course of world history. And for one, I mean, I know it's not just one person that was responsible because everyone had a fucking part in that. And even the, the people who did nothing had a part, you know, like everyone had some kind of fucking role in it. But for one person to fuel that much hatred and to be so, you know, single handedly lead such hatred mm-hmm. is just so despicable and honestly, like terrifying and mirrors so much of what was going on in America recently. A lot of their inspiration. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, we like to think that he's so abhorrent that like, well, who the fuck would help him? Who would, who would be involved in that? And then you see that there are still to this day, fucking Nazis. And it's Mm -hmm. like, damn dude, like there are people that would be on board with this. And there's whole communities of people that would be on board with this. And that's terrifying. And I suppose like he would have notoriety within that community, but could you really keep it a secret if he were alive? Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't be alive now, obviously, but like, you know, if he had survived the war. Uh, Yeah. I was like, this will be a fun one. And then I'm like (laughs) tearing up. (laughs) 
I mean, I've watched a lot of documentaries on this shit and I'm yet to be swayed. Um, it's been a while since I've watched them, so they're not fresh in my head. Um, <laughs> okay. But there's, I mean, there's been some where I'm like, oh, yeah, like I get what you're saying, but I don't think there's been any that have been enough to just sort of push me over the edge. But I've also yeah, never right. fully researched it. So Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to diving into the conspiracy world. I'm actually just looking forward to hearing some really fucking whack ideas about like what happened, you know, <laughs> like, no, but he was abducted by aliens and like, like some weird fucking shit. That's what Hitler I'm in space. For. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll speak to you next week. Yes. All right, Kara, we've went away and I would like to find out what you found about whether or not Hitler actually died in the bunker. What I found isn't overly surprising. I think you'll be like temporarily disappointed in me, like just just for a moment because I wasn't myself as well in that. You weren't yourself. Well, I like went and watched some documentaries before I did any like online reading research. Mm -hmm. And one of them was just like so fucking biased that I was like, yeah, wait a minute. Like, this is fun. (laughs) and Hugh was laughing at me and I was like no like that's not his fucking corpse like that's bullshit and it turns out like yeah that wasn't his fucking corpse the documentary was just framing it in a way that like as if that that's what was the fact you know what I mean right because really like Hitler's corpse was fucking charred beyond recognition but they were show they show this body that's got a bullet hole in the middle of the fucking head and they're like when Hitler's body was found and I'm like that's not his body like look at the face and they were like putting a photo of it next to that body and it wasn't even a right. little bit on fire like it was totally not burnt and I was like that's not his body like if that's what they're showing as evidence this is fucked and yeah it was just a fucked documentary basically so I'll go over I was gonna do like a real short summary of what is the official consensus of what happened Mm -hmm. but then I ended up like writing out a proper timeline like breaking it all down as part of my research anyway so I was like I may as well just go through that first I, I think the only reason that there's any kind of doubt as to what happened is because the official sort of documentation of it is testimony from Nazis you know, so it's like, who are you going to trust? Like, it's basically statements that were taken from interrogations done by the people in the bunker when the Soviets got them. So, you know, that's all. Oh. And that's all you have to go by, really. Like, no one else was there. So it's, mm. it's difficult. But, I mean, there's also, you know, scientific evidence and just basic fucking things like that. So anyway, this is just the final days timeline. Um, I'll go over some okay. more stuff at the end. But April 28th, 1945. So that was the day where Hitler learned that Himmler has betrayed him. So Heinrich Himmler was one of his like real higher ups and he always thought that Himmler would be super loyal and it turns out he was not, like he was trying to make deals with the Allies. (laughs) So yeah, Hitler learned that on the 28th, which obviously not a great day. April 29th, so the next day, but technically kind of the same day because this was between midnight and 1am, Hitler finishes Mm -hmm. dictating his personal and political testament which, by the way, is filled with anti-Semitic ravings. (laughs) Oh my Um, gosh, I think I read a little bit of it. Yeah, so examples, and I quote, centuries will pass, but the hatred will ever renew itself against international jury. Well, he's not wrong. J-E-W-R-Y, not like a jury. Yeah. (laughs) I realise my accent makes it a bit fucked, but yeah. He also blamed others for the war and said, quote, posterity cannot place the responsibility on me. Oh, no. It can, actually, and it will, so. 
<laughs> good luck with that. Uh, he finished dictating that. Because in the bunker, it was like, you know, there, it's always known that it was like him and Ava Brown, mm-hmm. Braun Brown, however the fuck you say it. It was them as well as Goebbels and his wife and their children. They had six children, as well as his bodyguard, his chauffeur, his doctor. Uh, you had the secretaries, you had like, a, just there was a lot of people, like it was a, must have been a decent sized bunker for the amount of people that were down there. Uh, 1 a.m. that same day, so April 29th, we're still on. Hitler marries Eva Brown. Goebbels and Bormann were the witnesses. And I found a quote when he was describing his intentions for married life. He announced, I, myself and my wife, in order to escape the disgrace of deposition or capitulation, choose death. It is our wish to be burnt immediately on the spot where I have carried out the greatest part of my daily work in the course of 12 years service to my people. Like he straight up that day was like, yep, we're planning, this is what we're going to do. So at 4 a.m. that same morning, he signed the political testament that he had made that was dictated because that whole time, like while they were getting married, the secretaries were like writing it out. So he sent it to three different locations. So to Admiral Donitz, who was the designated acting Reich's president, according to that testament. Marshal Schorner, he was the head of the army group center and okay. to the headquarters of the Nazi party in Munich. So that was the three places it was sent. Uh, and then at 5 a.m., Hitler retires to his quarters. Goebbels and his wife conspired to murder their children and complete suicide. It's just a fun cool. family activity. 10 a.m. That, that morning, a Hitler Youth runner reports at, from the top of the bunker that Soviets are 500 meters from the building. So at that point, they're like, well, fuck, it's closing in. Half an hour later, the air balloon that was supporting the radio telephone communications between the bunker and the army headquarters was shot down. And so that meant that all the phone communications between the bunker and the outside world has now ended. Okay. So that is already like, okay, you're on the, like, that you can't really fucking get out at that point. How are you going to escape? Yeah, exactly. So at 11 a.m., Hitler's valet, Heinz Linge, um, whose job it had been, by the way, to time Hitler getting dressed every day. (laughs) Like, what the actual fuck? Because, I mean, if he's not actively doing his job of driving, well, he may as well do something. Yeah, he's better be doing something. Like, get out that fucking stopwatch. It's so weird. So so I guess he went to do his daily fucking timing of Hitler's dressing. Um, and he knocked on the door of the bunker bedroom. And Hitler was sitting on the bed, fully dressed sans tie, which was weird, right? Like, Because, you know, he's like, motherfucker, I was supposed to time you. Hitler's barber attends to his hair and his moustache. Hitler receives cocaine eye drops, because why not? and takes a packet of anti-gas pastilles to suck on during the day. 2 p.m. that same day. So that was at 11, so now we're fast-forwarding. 2 p.m. Hitler takes a meal with Eva and secretaries. They discuss methods of suicide. So this is obviously the secretaries have talked about this later. Hitler explains, and I'm imagining just like mansplaining to this group of women, the best method of suicide is to shoot yourself. Eva says she prefers cyanide because, quote, I want to be a beautiful corpse. Can we put like a wrong buzzer sound in there? Just like, wrong. Honey, you want beautiful living. (laughs) Well, this is it. To be a beautiful corpse, you'd need to be a beautiful person. And aside from the fact that you're going to end up looking like the charred leftovers of a fucking Gein family cookout, you're shit out of luck. Ain't going to happen. 3 p.m. The Reich Chancellery, Dr. Werner Haas, is tasked with testing the cyanide on Hitler's dog, Blondie. So that was where they killed Blondie. 
cool. Couldn't even fucking spare the animals. Right? It's like the dog didn't fucking do anything, you dickhead. Test it on yourself. Shit. 10pm. Hitler receives news of Mussolini's death. <laughs> and this actually happened from a transcript of a radio broadcast that was accidentally picked up by an orderly trying to tune a shortwave radio. <laughs> so it's like, they're not even fucking organised down there. Like, it was literally an accident that they found out the details of that. So, April 30th, 1945, 2am. Hitler summons guards and servants for a final farewell. 4.30am, Hitler retires to bed. 6.30am, valet again discovers Hitler awake, fully dressed, lying on the bed. He only had two hours sleep. I mean, I guess he can sleep when he's dead, which is like pretty soon. Yeah, true. <laughs> but also cocaine is a hell of a drug, so. 7am, uh, Eva decides to visit the garden above the bunker to, quote, see the sun once more. The sky is darkened with smoke and she returns to the bunker really shortly uh -huh. after. Yep. And half an hour later, Hitler decides he wants to see the sun, which like, did he not fucking believe her? But like, you can't? <laughs> oh my God. I could totally picture him being like, oh, what do you mean you can't see the sun? You just weren't looking properly. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Classic. We obviously can't know, but that's absolutely how it went down. Yeah, because apparently he decided he wanted to see it. And then as he approached the door, the shelling began like way too close. And so he returned to the quarters without even going outside. <laughs> Haha. <laughs> yeah. So it's like double sucked in, motherfucker. Yeah. So at 12.30, Eva chooses her final outfit. Hitler summons Bormann, explains he will take his life with Fräulein Brown, which like this Nazi fuckboy will never refer to her as Frau Hitler. So that's fun. Like mm. they just got married and yet he will still fucking to, you know, his soon to be, well, this probably is his dying day, call her Fräulein yeah. Brown. What a dick. He also tells Bormann in that meeting that he's instructed his bodyguard to burn the bodies. 12.45, Hitler tells the bodyguard time has come to bring petrol and burn the bodies immediately. 1pm, Hitler eats his final meal. Which, did you read about what this was? No, I didn't. It's fucking rancid. Like, I know this dude was a vegetarian, but come the fuck on. Spaghetti with a cabbage and raisin salad. <laughs> That's why he took the anti-gas tablets. <laughs> That's why he fucking killed himself. Like, <laughs> fuck that, dude. He shitted and farted to death. And it would have been, like, old nasty cabbage. <laughs> fucking gross. I read about, and I'll get to it later, but, like, he had all these health issues, and one of them was chronic flatulence. I'm like, no fucking wonder if you're eating a cabbage and raisin salad, you dumb fuck. And in a bunker. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> he's, like, gassing everyone. Like, <laughs> he didn't just gas the Jews. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ah, uh, who would have thought this one would be so funny? Because he's such a fucking loser. Right, for real. Like, he deserves every fucking word of it. I don't give a shit. He deserves worse, so whatever. 12.45. Staff all gather to say goodbye. How many times did they have to fucking gather? Like, this dude is such a fucking melodramatic shithead. Such a drama queen. Right? So attention-seeking. Like, every fucking day you're gonna make them come say goodbye? Like, they probably didn't believe he was even gonna do it because of all this shit. Yeah. I spoke too soon because it's 15, so half an hour later, the Hitlers complete suicide. Woo! 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 
Yes. Ava uh, takes cyanide, as she said, was her preferred method of death. Hitler shoots himself in the temple, but they think it's undecided as to whether or not he also took cyanide, like took cyanide first and shot himself, which I'll discuss later about his teeth. 3.30pm, three SS guards and the valet carry Hitler to the Chancellery Garden, which like, how does it take four fucking dudes to carry you? That's a lot of dudes. Maybe they had to take shifts being near his doo-doo ass. Oh god, yeah. Actually, I thought of this because apparently with Eva, so Borman carried Eva into the corridor, the chauffeur carried her to the stairs, and then the bodyguard takes her outside, and I was actually wondering if it was because of the cyanide, because apparently it fucking stinks, like that gross almond acidic kind of smell, and if like that was just too much, like you could only stand being around it for such a short time. The bodies are placed in a shallow depression outside, covered in petrol and set alight. The funeral party return to the staircase where it's safer, shout Heil Hitler, raise their arms, back into the bunker. At 4.15, the bloodstained rug from Hitler's room is burned along with the uniforms, uh, medication, documents, basically any evidence. At 6.30, two SS cover the shallow grave with dirt. They've had to reignite the fire at least once and subsequent interrogation suggests that around 200 litres of petrol was used. Can I just pause for a second and be like, okay, Mm -hmm. quick side note. I kept saying, wow, Hitler was a cunt like today while reading. And Robert's like, wow, you don't think? I'm like, no, it's Mm -hmm. like the little details really just show what kind of person he was. Yes. What I wanted to say is what a fucking shithead that Eva Braun said, I want to leave a pretty corpse, which, you know, we've already said our piece on that. But he was just like, yeah, but we're also going to light ourselves on fire. Like he couldn't even give her that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I understand the logic of like, I don't want to be desecrated in the way that Mussolini was, but like, it's just like everything has to be his way. So May 1st, 1945, in the evening, Joseph and Magda Goebbels become cowardly family annihilators. They murder their six children. (laughs) Their fucking names. I wonder if this was, it has to have been a tribute to Hitler because all of their names start with H. Yeah. Helga, Holder, Hilda, Heidi, Hedda, and Helmut. (laughs) I know that's a name. Which, like, I kept laughing at Helmet, and Hugh was like, that's a really common name in Germany. Like, it's not that funny. And I was like, is it not, though? It's pretty fucking funny. <sighs> May 4th, 1945, Hitler's remains are discovered by the Red Army troops in the Garden of the New Reich Chancellery. So that's really, like, the summary of those days. So the total time that Hitler was in the bunker was 105 days. Like, I was going through sort of, like, reasons as to why it would check out, like, why it would this be a valid sort of course of events that you know he did commit suicide in the bunker one huge one was just his general health there was an article from the washington post that was by michael ruin from april 2020 and a quote from that says he had developed a noticeable tremor in his left hand. He had bad teeth, bad breath, chronic flatulence, and stomach problems. He had been treated with an array of drugs, narcotics, amphetamines, as well as leeches, hormones, vitamins, and quack supplements. He was a vegetarian and a hypochondriac. He often stayed up until dawn and slept into the afternoon, and he was still subject to screaming rages. <sighs> He's not a well man. Essentially, he was a smelly, farty junkie who loved drama and attention, as if he wasn't already the most insulting cunt on the planet like this shit definitely tracks to me it's exactly what you were saying where it's like you know he's an asshole but like of a grand scale it's not really surprising to find out how much of a cunt he was mm-hmm. in the mundane stuff and yet it is you're like wow you are just like the most thorough piece of shit but it was all about him like he couldn't take failure he 
couldn't take anything that ever undermined him as being the center of the universe. I, I know this is a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> what, Hitler is the worst? Are you sure? Like, <laughs> He's up there. <laughs> the whole sort of bunker scenario, like, it's absolutely a high stakes melodrama and he definitely saw himself as the protagonist always like i'm 100 percent sure of that this big production to him and that's why like the dramatic goodbyes like talking about it constantly like, just like getting fucking attention he's pathetic so anyway the the sort of huge overarching like why is this true is the science and the evidence so russian intelligence kept the jaw and the skull fragment that they found for over seven decades. And in 2018, a team of French pathologists that were publishing in a peer-reviewed journal that was a European Journal of Internal Medicine studied the teeth that had been kept in Moscow since the end of the war and the skull fragment. The skull had a hole in the left side, which was consistent with a bullet wound, and the shape of the skull was, quote, totally comparable to radiographies of Hitler's skull taken a year before his death. In terms of the jaw, it was really easy to identify because Hitler had really bad teeth. Apparently he only had four real teeth remaining and he also had gum disease. So there was an article in Smithsonian Magazine that said, quote, a complicated set of bridges and dentures that, according to the forensic team, made IDing his jawbone relatively simple, end quote. Yes, so even without DNA analysis, it's like, oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't need to, and they weren't allowed to, so that was oh, part right, of it okay. with the Russians, is that they weren't allowing them. And, I, you know, it makes it seem dodgy, as if, like, well, why aren't they letting them just let them test it? But it's because they, I guess they just didn't want anything to be fucked with. There were no remains of meat in the teeth, which is consistent with his vegetarianism, and there were bluish stains on the teeth which they thought could possibly be cyanide mm -hmm. like had he taken cyanide before shooting but that was unconfirmed because it could have also been like what had happened during the burning during the burial during the transport of the bones like there's no real way to tell because they can't test it storing techniques and yeah right the other things i was looking at were like why would people lie about it like why are there conspiracy theories and especially why was one of the biggest sort of <laughs> people at the forefront of encouraging those theories stalin especially when the russians had the fucking jawbone yes i know oh my god basically there were three really i guess considered the most valid theories as to why stalin would do that one was that he wanted to sow seeds of doubt about the west aiding hitler the second was that he wanted to cover up the bungled investigation into the death by the soviets so, for example, the first Soviets to enter the Führerbunker were a group mm. of women who proceeded to steal Eva Braun's underwear uh, lingerie. Hell yeah, why not? Get yours. The last reason was to maintain the threat of Hitler as a power play, like as they were seizing territory and moving about um, different parts of Europe. Right, as in like be distracted about Hitler while we're doing our own shit. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, you know, Stalin's fucked too, so whatever. Mm -hmm. Just a fun fact as well. Apparently Hitler confided to his bodyguard that he feared his corpse would go on display, quote, in some waxworks in Moscow. Basically exactly where they fucking ended up. Like, like in the Russian state archive in Moscow, which like, I cannot tell you how fucking happy that makes me. Like, oh, that is beautiful. <laughs> That's consistent with what I've read was that he said he didn't want to be kind of mocked or for, like he didn't want to live on in that respect. The last thing was that there was some debate that the skull fragment was not Hitler's. So there was a rumor that it was tested, DNA 
tested and it came back that it was a woman who was younger than 40 like it wasn't Hitler's skull so that was a rumor well it's hard to say because the Russians were like hell no we never gave you that like we didn't give you that to test and you didn't get a chance to test it and even if that was true part of me was like well could it have been Eva Braun yeah like a woman under 40 and like they were in the same fucking grave like if that's where they took it from but even if that wasn't the skull fragment the dental records were conclusive anyway of it being Hitler so it's like he's clearly fucking dead even if that's not his skull that's his fucking jawbone so I'll leave like my little final bit for a conclusion but yeah that's basically what I found and it just cemented further to me that like fuck yeah he killed himself like it makes perfect sense and anything that sort of negated it like there's obviously gonna be little things where you could question like you know you're taking words of Nazis you're taking the words of the Soviets you're taking words you know people who consistently were lying throughout and then expecting that to be the truth but at the same time there's fucking scientific evidence where these French scientists were like straight up yeah that's his his jaw so I 100% believe it yeah and so basically as of 2018 there's really no way to be like well actually Unless you're watching a very convincing documentary. Yes. Maybe they got halfway to South America and everyone on the ship was like, get the fuck out, walk the plank overboard. (laughs) We can't do it, man. Like, we just can't take it anymore. (laughs) Your fucking cabbage salads, like, fuck off. So you basically covered that quite well. And and kind of going back to what we said in the first week was, you know, he's such a little drama queen bitch that there's no way he could have kept underground for so long oh yeah and I don't think his pride would have let him live in exile because he was so much like Germany 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 like they even tried to get him to go to his fucking summer house wherever the fuck I don't remember what suburb it was (laughs) what suburb (laughs) (laughs) but like he was like no I have to stay in Berlin like because he was so like yes motherland because he's so obsessed with it especially being Austrian (laughs) yeah dickhead. So you had a fairly good idea of what happened. I actually just knew he died in a bunker and I certainly I think it was in the first week we weren't sure where Mussolini died mm-hmm. so the first bit of like googling I did was date Mussolini death and then I googled date Adolf Hitler death and realized that they were two days apart and I was like oh mm-hmm. yeah like I mean historians and like you said he was already quite firm on the idea that he was going to die by suicide anyway and if like going by your timeline he had written his will and his Mm -hmm. wishes by the time he found out that Mussolini was executed so I I actually didn't know that details I think that confirms the the idea that he had already decided and I think finding out that Mussolini was rightly brutally executed by partisan Italians I think that just like would have cemented it for sure it's like he saw the writing on the wall I just like tried to write out okay what are the commonalities between the conspiracy theories themselves Mm. and there's only really two because they just go off in all different directions so the evidence of Hitler's death in the bunker is not absolutely conclusive but we actually know as of 2018 it is and the abundance of testimony of others who claim to have seen him alive after 1945 And then this sent me just looking at the different sort of alleged sightings. And a lot of conspiracy theorists will say that because different nations had invested money into following these reported sightings of Hitler, that it must give credence to the fact that they knew he escaped. But no, they're just like, hey, if we're not certain that that was his corpse, let's follow it up just in case. Like, you just, you do it. It's just due diligence. You don't want to risk Hitler being alive. That makes total sense to me. And all these were absolutely unfounded. And it's like, people thought they saw Elvis alive for how many years? You know, 
it's like of course they're gonna follow it up when it's a fucking fascist cunt dictator responsible for genocide like I feel like some people want Hitler to be alive but for very different reasons so I was thinking like why do people insist on Hitler being alive and I think there's the common thing of distrust of state powers which if that was Stalin's point of spreading the conspiracy then he succeeded but if you are a fascist of course you want your strong man to have this heroic ending where he escaped and lived happily ever after building his like underground network of fascists so it could have another uprising in fucking 2016 onwards like and I think maybe some people wanted to see him alive because kind of what you said especially as a Jewish person you want that justice you want to see him be held to account Uh, unfortunately he took that away from everyone yeah that was his last power move was like no plus it's like the amount of drugs and bullshit that he did even if he had have made it out he wouldn't have lasted another 10 fucking years let alone up until now you know (laughs) like he was already 56 when he died yeah so i went i went and looked at the sightings and i just have a list of some reported sightings because there were so many first one seen in ireland dressed as a woman and in brackets i was like (laughs) just an ugly woman (laughs) woman with a small mustache yeah like just a woman who's like high progesterone yeah yeah you know which can make you a little bit hairy on the face it happens fucking hell yeah i'm literally just picturing like exactly as he was but in a dress like no Altering, you know, <laughs> with walking a little poodle, yeah, yeah, but like a really dumpy dress as well, yes. you know, like nothing classy. It's like big polka dots, and he's got like frills, and yeah, oh man. The second is in Egypt where he had converted to Islam, and then in brackets, converting to Islam to own the Jews <laughs> in a coffee house in Amsterdam, in parentheses, person was high, yes, on a train traveling. From New Orleans. I have nothing clever for that. I'm sorry. And lastly, and in Charlottesville, Virginia, and then in brackets, okay, this one might be legit because you know anything about Charlottesville there's so many fucking Nazis there. I think that's probably just like wishful thinking. Yeah I also had a look at people who are currently pushing the narrative that Hitler escaped and by currently I mean specifically 2014 I came across this book called Hunting Hitler New Scientific Evidence that Hitler Escaped Nazi Germany and it was written by one man named Dr. Jerome Corsi have you ever heard of the name Jerome Corsi, Cara? I have not. Should I have? No, probably not. <laughs> I, I have dedicated many hours of my life to listening to a podcast all about Alex Jones and the people of his world. Uh, Jerome Corsi has been a guest on InfoWars. He was actually subpoenaed in the special counsel investigation, um, you know, the Robert Mueller investigations mm. that were done, where Roger Stone ended up being found guilty of a bunch of crimes that he was then pardoned for by President Trump. Well, well, Jerome Corsi, it turned out he was, he he's good buds with Roger Stone. Oh, of course. There's so much reading to do about Jerome Corsi, but Zero credibility. Clearly his book is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, homophobic, anti-Semitic, anti-Islamic, like anti-everything except white. Straight white male America. Yeah, but I'm like, okay, this is the type of person who was writing books, like in 2014 that Hitler escaped, and it seems that he frames it around that 2008 
DNA test, which appears to actually maybe a lie in itself. A bullshit one anyway, yeah. <laughs> there were also some other theories that I came about that I thought were very, very funny. So some believe that he's on the dark side of the moon. Yes, I saw that and I didn't read into it, but I was like, wait, what? <laughs> of course not. Like how? <laughs> well, a bunch of people believe also that the German war technology was alien based. Oh yeah, right. There's also the theory that Hitler is actually living underground in Antarctica. This is based hmm. on a few things. First off, there was a Nazi expedition to Antarctica. It was one boat to just like scope out territory to expand whale fishing so you can get oil. Hitler wanted German margarine and you know, all that sort of stuff instead of relying on other countries, especially during a war. But some are like, no, while they were there, they actually built a huge Nazi bunker. Did you read about or come across why Credence was led to that theory of Antarctica with the American military? No. Okay, because apparently the reason that that got so much traction as well, like the Antarctica theory, not just because they ha they do actually have or did actually have, um, I guess they're still there, um, massive underground bunkers in like Austria and stuff, the Nazis did. So they were capable, like they definitely had the engineering and the capability to build things like that. But what really gave it steam was that there were records from, I think it was from when the FBI classified documents got unclassified. Massive amounts of warships went down from America to Antarctica around the time that they found out that that was a rumor. Ah. And so, and it was like a lot, like way more than you would need. And it was clearly like, like, oh wow, this is a we're starting war kind of mission going on. And so a lot of people were like, oh fuck, that's because they think they know that Nazi bases are down there and rah rah rah. No. Apparently what it actually was was that they were training their military because of the Russians, because they needed to practice all their moves in snow and ice and really harsh conditions. That makes sense. And they didn't have access. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have access to that. And so it was like, well, it makes way more sense to do it somewhere that's like really removed from Russia, but similar conditions where they wouldn't know what was going on. Are you telling me that once more something can be chalked up to military exercises? Right. But also like a totally fucking rational explanation for when conspiracy nuts are like, whoa, why are they sending warships if it's not fucking like a Nazi uh, camp? If that's never been seen before. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So apparently Hitler told one of his top officials after learning about Mussolini's death, he said, this will never happen to me. I don't think he was saying I will never be overthrown. I'm saying he will never let his body be treated that way. And okay, so an exact quote in, in his will, and this is probably Probably what you were kind of talking about. So in his will, Hitler said, I do not wish to fall into the hands of an enemy who requires a new spectacle organized by the Jews for the amusement of their hysterical masses. Like, and that was like one of the things I read where I stood up and threw my hands up and I'm like, fuck you. Like he is someone writing their will, like writing their last wishes still has to get a final jab in, you know? You know, he didn't want his body to be intact when they found him. So uh, that's why there's so little evidence as well. Like that's another perfect explanation for it. Mm -hmm. Also the allies didn't necessarily want there to be any material legacy of Adolf Hitler because these objects could become objects of reverence. Yes. I'm just still so mad about him saying hysterical Jews when it's like oh. you killed fucking six million of them and you killed like hundreds of thousands of fucking like gypsies, homosexuals, prisoners of war, disabled people, like 
What? They're hysterical, though. They're hysterical. Meanwhile, <laughs> his entire fucking path in life has him being hysterical because he should be on top. Yes! He is the most hysterical person. And it's like kind of bringing it back to the way that we can see this type of thinking just in our current culture is like how we're always told that people on the left, Jews, feminists, queer people, that we're triggered and we're snowflakes, and yet you change the name of a few Alan's lollies, and people are like, I'm never buying Alan's lollies again! Huge fucking <laughs> meltdowns whenever any sort of threat to their perceived supremacy, like, it's the, it's the same type of person. If you want to talk about fucking victim mentality <laughs> and like, poor me, poor me, my life is so hard, equality is so oppressive. Uh, he wrote a book called fucking My Struggle. I know. <laughs> what? You know, like you don't have a fucking struggle, cunt. Fuck off. So it took me a while. I, I read a few pieces that were like discussing possible outcomes of if you know, Hitler was caught alive, like in terms of justice and how some people think, well, he knew that all these conventions had occurred and then that was what scared him. But I don't think he even thought about that. I think it really was mm. either he is the Fuhrer or he dies. He's the Fuhrer or he's the martyr. Yes, yes. So, Kara, initially your your hill was, yes, Hitler died in the bunker. Have you shifted at all? I have not. I mean, everything that we've said, like, I don't think he had the wherewithal to pull off an escape. <laughs> Certainly not towards the end. And he fucking didn't have the bravery to risk capture. Like, there's no way that he would have fucking been crossing borders and getting in fucking submarines and shit. Like, he was way too cowardly for that shit. Oh my god, a submarine with Hitler is, like, my worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, those fucking cabbage farts, fuck off. <laughs> It's just like bubbles rising up from the submarine. They caught him. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, I won't move past Hitler farts. I can't. <laughs> but I think like one good thing as well that has come out of this is that I think now I can finally fucking watch Boys from Brazil and feel confident that it is in fact fiction. Right. Because <laughs> I've just never watched it because I've been like, oh, this might be too close to you know, something I don't want to mm -hmm. know about. And now I'm like, nah, fuck it. It's totally fiction. It's fine. Maybe I should watch that too. Yeah. I might have to check that out. You know what's very funny to me is that we know that people like Jerome mm -hmm. Corsi and other fascists who are like, yeah, Hitler escaped the bunker. They're using a communist talking point. <laughs> but yeah, I would be interested to hear in uh, the take of any of our listeners uh, whether you think we missed some really important evidence that probably would have shifted hills for us. Or even just some fun facts like... Yeah, more sightings. <laughs> and also, um, before we go, this is our final full episode for 2020, which is our first year of our podcast. And I want to say thank you to you, Kara, but also to our listeners and our patrons we we have a pretty pretty good listenership we're number 245 in the netherlands under the personal journals category so thank you and that's right after 244 yeah it is yeah think about it <laughs> so thanks for getting us there so before we sign off for the year it would be really really cool if you could become a patron would really be a big boost of encouragement you can find us at patreon.com slash pod or if you can't help us out financially if you could leave a review five stars or higher on itunes 
um, share with your friends, family, whoever you think may like this. Six stars. Six stars if you can. I think that's the other thing is like just share it around. Like if you find something, you know, your friend that is like doesn't know what to fucking listen to, just be like, hey, check check this out because it just helps. I mean, that's why we do this, I guess, is for the fucking attention. Until our next episode, you can also follow us on Twitter at a hill to die on pod. You can like us on Facebook at a hill to die on. Our website is a hill to die on pod. Dot com. Uh, you already said the Patreon. I'll say it again. Patreon.com slash hill to die on pod. You can shoot us an email at hill to die on pod at gmail.com. And our Instagram is a hill to die on pod. And if you're a loyal listener, fuck off you first time listeners, feel free to shoot <laughs> us an email with a suggestion of topics you'd like to hear from us. There's also a Patreon tier that we have where basically, besides extreme circumstances, you can guarantee your topic will be covered. Um, so check that out mm-hmm. if you're interested. Well, thanks for an awesome year, Kara. Yeah, thank you. I mean, you do so much of the work for this. I feel like I just rock up, draw pictures and talk shit. So Yeah, which is like <laughs> a huge part of it. <laughs> wow, the shit talking is a large part of it. It really takes it out of you, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, see ya. Okay, bye.